This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, during many of our shows, we refer to jockey Flo Giroux as a friend of the show, and once again, Flo was in the midst of another great season, winning with over 24% of his mounts and purse earnings of over $8.7 million so far. Flo is also a regular rider of Mandaloon, who recently finished a close second in the Kentucky Derby race that is still being reviewed, and who knows, Mandaloon could be named the Derby winner yet. And then last Sunday at Monmouth Park, Flo and Mandaloon teamed up to win the Pegasus Stakes in a close finish over Weyburn, another friend of the show, and the stakes have that was conducted with a new strict riding crop restriction in place. Shortly, we will talk with Flo and learn about his season so far, more Mandaloon's recent win, and the Kentucky Derby win that almost was, well, and still might be. Also on today's show, Jamie Martin might be a name familiar to many regular Woodbine and Mohawk patrons. From a few years back, as Jamie retired as Woodbine Entertainment's executive VP of racing in early 2017, only to be coaxed out of retirement in December to take the reins, pardon the pun, at Grand River Raceway's Director of Operations, the Laura Ontario Standard Bridge Track just got back to racing this past Wednesday night and will continue a three-night-per-week schedule, racing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings through to September 24th and highlighted by the always popular Industry Day, August 2nd. Shortly, we will welcome Mr. Jamie Martin to the show, and he will introduce our listeners to the Grand River Raceway in beautiful Alora. And finally, well, he's back. My co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today a potential play at tonight Meadowlands harness card with our ponies picks of the day it's going to be a great show you better get your hpi and your dark horse accounts ready to go for some heavy duty action when we come back my co-host larry simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news this is ponies 24 7 the radio magazine ponies 24 7 the radio magazine brought to you by woodbine racetrack and woodbine mohawk park and ontario racing more from the track when we come back on 105.9 the region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. 
Alrighty then, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert on all things pony, your friend of mine, friend to all, on the track, including the horses and the jockeys, and who run everything, Larry Simpson. How are you, Larry? I'm doing okay. How about you, Jim? Good. Um, Jim Lawson, on with us last week, he, talking about hoping it was a big weekend. My oh my, what a handle, 6.9 million, eclipsing last year's opening day of 5.5 million. That's staggering, Larry. It is, and people showed they, they missed live racing, Big obviously. Time. Uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park did well last weekend as well, so... Uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's finally here, right? So, And I saw a lot of talk on social media, a lot of buzz, people talking about the horses, talking about the tr- the tracks, the races, the jockeys. I mean, it's been building, but people have been educating themselves and realize either A, how much they like it, or if they've been away from it, how much they want to get back into it. People like the fact that the 11 race card, they had a, a lot of horses in, in the races. In fact, the the average per race handle was like 628,000 per race. And like the pick fives and the, and the pick fours and that, uh, they had large pools. It was because people missed the, the, the live experience. Sure, they weren't there live, but it's their home track, right? And home tracks, even with, with Woodbine Mohawk Park. Now, Pink Lloyd, there's a lot of people listening, huge fans of Pink Lloyd, this veteran horsing. You have some news concerning Pink Lloyd. Yes, uh, he's nine years old. And nine. He, nine, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And uh, he starts his uh, career uh, tomorrow on Sunday at uh, in at Woodbine, and he's going to try to win his fifth straight. Imagine that, five straight of the same race, the, ja- the Jacques Cartier Stakes. And, you know, he's the high weight again, and, and obviously he favored to, to do it. Uh, trainer Bob Tiller said that he thinks this will probably be the last year of racing for Pink Lloyd. So what are we going to talk about? No, 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 he, no, Larry, he said probably. So he left himself an he opening. Left a, he left it o- an <laughs> opening there, but uh, I don't know. We're going to have to fill the void somehow. So I would like to uh, give a shout out to trainer Bob Tiller, who uh, underwent some knee surgery oh, get well, uh, Bob. a week, week or so ago. Um, he wasn't uh, available at uh, Woodbine last week, but he did win two races on opening day. And uh, his wife, Gail, is also battling a couple of uh, medical issues. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's, uh, give them a, a, some some good luck and, uh, you know, get well. And, and I know we mentioned it at the end of the show, but just a reminder, I know Larry's been battling it. He's been quite open about battling lymphoma. Uh, you can get more details about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around Lymphoma. Just go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Still lots of controversy going on at Monmouth Park in New Jersey. That won't go away. Well, there is. Uh, there's controversy with uh, the, the riding crop uh, uh, rule, restriction, I guess you could say, that the New Jersey Racing Commission has, uh, I guess, advocated for a word uh, for the, the jockeys. Uh, some jockeys are just not, not riding there. Uh, last weekend, they had the uh, the Pegasus Stakes, which... Uh, was won by uh, Mandaloon and, and uh, Flo Giroux, uh, and it was a very close finish. Uh, another friend of the show, Wayburn, was only beaten a neck to uh, to Mandaloon. No, you no. Wait a second. You say close finish. However, describe for the listeners kind of what happened with Wayburn and Mandaloon. Why they were racing? Well, there was uh, some. I wouldn't say body contact, but horses were kind of bearing out a little bit in that. And I think that might have been just because of the uh, riding crop restriction. You could say so. 
I mean, if I'm a jockey and you're in that position, that's why, I mean, we're not talking about doing anything insane to the animal. We're talking about the safety of the riders in the race itself mm-hmm. and what could happen if things get out of control that speed. Well, it's a safety to the animal plus the yes. safety yeah. to the, the, the rider also. And uh, basically, it was a good race with, with Wayburn and Mandaloon. Mandaloon had to work a little bit harder. Wayburn, to me, he's the upcoming horse. Uh, uh, he's going to uh, you know win some races. Hopefully, we're going to see him back here for the Queen's Plate because he's an Ontario bred. That'd be nice. Uh, Chiefswood Stable, uh, Robert Landry, we've had him on the show a couple of times. They've done a good job with this horse, and they've managed him nicely. You know, they missed a couple of the classic, well, all the classic races, and shot him into the uh, the Pegasus, and he just missed. And you know, he's got lots of options open to him as well. So he has been a busy, busy man this year, winning a lot of races. Friend of the show, friend to all in horse racing. Thrilled to be joined in Ponies twenty four seven by longtime jockey Flo Giroux. Flo, how you doing? Very good, you. Good. Uh, before we get to some particular races, you've had a lot of successes here. Why do you think you've had such a good season to date? It's uh, very easy to answer. Just uh, with a horse, to ride. All right, Flo. Let's let's talk. Uh, the other day, the um, the Pegasus you won with uh, Mandaloon. Mandaloon's kind of been one of your big horses. Uh, uh, what do you think the plans are for uh, for Mandaloon going forward? Yes, couple of races, you know, anything in mind. Uh, the next point one would be the uh, the Ascol at Monmouth again, mm-hmm. July 17. After that, it's a bit up in the air, and uh, I'm thinking the ultimate goal would be the Brios Cup Classic with him. Because you're riding Mandaloon numerous times, uh, I know you get more comfortable with the horse. Does a horse get more comfortable with you? I'm the only one who who has ridden him, you know, in a... Uh, during the races, I'm thinking he probably knows me too. And by now, I exercise him plenty of time also in the morning, uh, walking him. So I know him very well. You know, it's been almost like a year now since I've been on him, you know, uh, very uh, regularly. Is he getting more special of a horse the more you ride him? You realize what kind of a talent he is? Yeah, no, we, we always thought, you know, he, he's a talented horse. But after that, uh, some of them, you know, um, they grow mentally and physically. And some of them, they don't really progress, but uh, he is the kind of horse who is uh, still moving forward. Take me back to the Kentucky Derby flow. You're in the stretch. You're in a stretch drive with uh, Medina Spirit and that. Was there a chance there that you thought that you were going to go buy that horse? Yeah, you know, it's especially by the turn, you know, right before I asked him, you know, I, I came cruising uh, by the winner, you know, pretty easily. And from there, I'm just trying to... Uh, Time it, you know, time it right, make sure I don't move too soon. So some of the horses behind me uh, caused me down the lane, you know, I'm thinking I have the horse in front of me, I'm just waiting at the right moment to to pull the trigger. Unfortunately, I was uh, I was not able to go by the winner, you know, Medina Spirit keep on digging and uh, fought very hard and uh, my horse was straying out as well, but just couldn't go by him. For listeners who maybe don't understand, what is the big difference you find as a jockey racing in in England or France as opposed to Canada or the U.S.? I think in Europe, you know, it's mostly uh, pace and also the the racing uh, surface difference. You know, uh, most of those races are run on the on the turf, and here it's on, it's on the dirt. You know, it's a little bit of both now. You know, I'm not saying like it's fifty fifty, but uh, turf races are getting more popular now in U.S. than uh, it has been before. But no, I think it's more pace. I would say here in America, the, the races goes a little bit quicker. It's more based on speed and how clean you break from the gate. And uh, in Europe, you know, races are a little bit longer, so you can also afford, you know, to not break as fast. Was it tough to, to you to get accustomed to riding on the dirt? No, not really. I mean, you, I mean, when you have good horses, you know, you adapt a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, it's, that, uh, it's like everything. You know, the more practice, the better you get. 
and uh, I was able to practice it you know, in Chicago for a long time, especially on dirt. When I was over there during the winter, there was no turf racing for a long, for a long, a long period of time. Speaking of Flo Drew, veteran jockey, and to ride a horse at that level like you do and the people you compete with, Flo, you have to be in great shape. A lot of the jockeys talk about their different fitness regimes to stay in shape. What do you do, do you find, to keep physically fit enough to race at this level? Well, I eat healthy, you know, to, to start with. When the days I don't race and I don't uh, exercise horses in the morning, you know, I try to to get a good workout in me, you know, for like 45 minutes an hour and uh, make sure, you know, I stay fit and I stay in, uh, in good condition. But uh, I think uh, eating healthy is the is the number one, you know, uh, uh, reason why I stay in good shape. Okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot, Flo. Greatest horse you've ever ridden? Well, I would say probably a gun runner, you know, for now. I don't think it's hard, you know, to accomplish what, he, what he's done, you know, the past few years. Uh, winning all those grade one races, you know, by, uh, by a very uh, big margin. Mm-hmm. And also that's the most prestigious races in America, you know, the Breeders' Cup Classic, Breeders' uh doesn't get any higher than that, you know, but uh, don't get me wrong, my normal girl won every single race, you know, she has to run, she has yet to run against the the boys, but if she can, uh, you know, duplicate the same kind of performance she, she's been doing against the boy, uh, she could right, be uh, in the mix, you know, with him for sure. Well, good luck to France at Euro 2020. Hopefully you can brag in the jockey's room <laughs> as France is victorious and becomes champions. And good luck the rest of the way, Flo. Uh, we always love talking to you and getting your insight to what it's like to be an elite jockey in horse racing in North America. Stay healthy and all the best. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, Flo. When we come back, Grand River Raceways. Jamie Martin, looking forward to this, joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Stay tuned. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, as we mentioned in the show intro, Jamie Martin had retired from a very successful 17-year career with Woodbine Entertainment and its successor, the Ontario Jockey Club, in early 2017. When in December of that year, the opportunity to become the Director of Operations for the province's Grand River Raceway, it came calling. 
including a stint at Western Fair Raceway. Jamie brought 27 years of impressive experience to the table, so he certainly had the qualification necessary. Now with live racing back, I'm quite sure he's looking forward to a tremendous season of harness racing at Grand River. Jamie, this is obviously uh, for someone who has all this experience. What is it like taking all that experience at a bigger track to a smaller track? In some respects, it's sort of like uh, me going home again because I grew up in the Dresden area, and of course there's a small track there. I was really lucky to be able to get worked there as a kid, right, in, in the late 60s and the 70s, and that's where I gained experience that, you know, people just can't get today. So, uh, so I've been, you know, of course, as you mentioned, I spent the 90s at Western Fair, so I have a fair bit of smalls or smaller track experience. I had a great experience at uh, Woodbine and Mohawk. This is more back to my roots. I really enjoy it. It helped, too, when you uh, got selected for the position of uh, Director of Operations at Grand River. You were kind of replacing a uh, horse racing icon, correct? He, well, he's in the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame for mm-hmm. a reason. He uh, was... Uh, you know, I was fortunate I'd known him since the late 80s, and uh, he, uh, of course, was instrumental in Elmira Raceway and really uh, bringing it back to life, for lack of a better word. And then, uh, and then through the, uh, the, the slot uh, implementation in the province, uh, they had to relocate the track, so he took the uh, brave step to move it to Elora, and, uh, and we have a beautiful facility here as a result, and uh, it's all legacy to him. Well, Jimmy, anyone who's been to the Laura area knows how beautiful it is. It's one of the most picturesque areas of the province. But for maybe listeners and horse racing fans that don't realize, talk about the strength of the horse racing community in that part of Ontario. Yeah, we're still, we're only about uh, 40 minutes from Mohawk. So, you know, most, a lot of the standard breads do stable in the... uh in the Mohawk uh, area, and so a lot of our the horse population here will race at Flamborough and Mohawk. So it's 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 uh, a natural for that. We do have a number of outfits that are that are stable up here as well, and we use our facility to train when uh, when it's convenient for them. But uh, we've always uh, been a very successful filling our race cards here, uh, even when other tracks have have struggled with horse supply. It's always been strong here because it's been well supported by the horse people in the area. And you mentioned earlier about Elmira Raceway, and one of their big days always was Industry Day on Civic Holiday Weekend. That's something that you've carried on at Grand River, correct? That's correct. It is definitely our biggest day of the year. Um, Last year was a little different, of course. (laughs) We had 100 people as far as spectators. It's for two-year-olds, so it's a bit early in the season for two-year-olds. and It's restricted to Ontario sired, so most Ontario sired horses that uh, make themselves eligible to that race, and uh, it's because it's the pot's usually around 250 to 300,000, uh, and we've got m- most of the top two-year-olds uh, eligible to it. And uh, if they're ready, we expect to see them here, and uh, it's, it's always a great afternoon for us. And, you know, with any luck, as we get into step three, we'll have a, a significant amount of people here to enjoy it as well. What is Grand River like? How many people basically run that track? So we race up 48 days, uh, June, July, August, September. The Agricultural Society here that, that I oversee that runs the organization, and we do other things here that other ag societies would do. We have tractor pulls and, uh, and agricultural competitions, and we have a uh, banquet facility for, uh, and we have weddings and, uh, and other hospitality type events here. So we've got a few things on the go, but as far as the racing side, yeah, it's just a handful of us that, uh, that do it, but uh, we obviously love it, and uh, and it, it, we're all in in the summertime, but the the other thing is we get a break uh, for the other three seasons. 
Grand River was always known to have various promotions and that to kind of attract new people into the industry, to new fans and that. Is that saying that we're going to get fans back in this year? Is that going to happen again at Grand River? For all the great work they've done here over the years, and we were able to keep it up once they started here, is uh, we've always had good on-track attendance. Um, and it's because of the uh, they make it fun here. We try to make it fun for people. Um, you know, not uh, everybody is a hard core uh, gaming person, which we love to get them here, of course. But uh, but we get a lot of casual fans as well that just like to take in the races. Yeah, if we're until last year, obviously, it was a really tough year for us, uh, for everyone, obviously. Um, we got the race, which is great, but um, not in front of any people. But uh, this year, it's hard to plan, uh, Larry, to be honest, for um, significant crowds. But if we get them, we will ramp up quickly to make sure it's a, a fun uh evening of racing for our, for our fans. Speaking with Jamie Martin from Grand River Raceway, and wondering about the On the Tracks Casino, if you indication is it step two or step three of the reopen plan where you can open the casino and get some more revenue for the track? Yeah, so that's step three. So, you know, if it if it goes by the calendar that's set, and I know it can change, but that's, that's July 23rd. So that will come soon enough. I really feel bad for like all the staff that work at the uh, in the casinos in the province, and specifically the one here, because you know they've been out of work for so long, and uh, and 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 getting them getting them reopened is just going to be a real boost. And industry day is August second. Battle of Waterloo is the the big pacing stakes. Hopefully, we're going to see some people there. Eh? I don't know anything for sure, of course, as far as we're going to be allowed for capacity. But, um, you know, I know what um, MLSE is asking for, for uh, capacity for their uh, their facilities. And, uh, you know, one thing about racetracks, and we're no different, our outdoor capacity here is, you know, it's 4,500, right? So we have lots of room. And, you know, a lot of racetracks say the same thing. So we can actually accommodate a lot of people and still uh, keep it safe. And so we're hoping we get the opportunity to do that. And so uh, because, um, you know, here for Industry Day, I mean, we have RVs all along the backstretch there. It's just, it's a, it's a really special event. And uh, we weren't able to do that last year. But we're hopeful that, and I know it's quick turnaround from when the Step 3 gets implemented, but we are going to be ready, if we can, to welcome as many people as possible here. Jamie, you're a good man. Thank you for joining us and all continued success. And fingers crossed we're all back to normal sooner rather than later. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thanks, Jim. Thanks, Larry. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some additional standard bread action from tonight's Meadowlands card. So make sure that your HBI accounts and your Dark Horse app ready to work overtime today. You're going to need it for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Next, Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. 
The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Live Harness Racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday night with the 6.20 post time. Big M's championship meet is highlighted by the Meadowlands Pace on July 17th and on August 7th. It's the famed $1 million Hamiltonian headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all the Big M's exciting harness racing action through your HPI bet account and your Dark Horse app. And be a part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. All right, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and betting gems? Larry Simpson giving us his Ponies Picks the Day. Larry Take it away, my friend. Take it away. Okay, let's start at Woodbine. Uh, that's again. That's great to say that. Oh, right? no, oh I yeah, know. I know. We went through this last week. So, but no, it's great to great to say that. Race eight, uh, one mile and sixteenth on the synthetic. It's an optional claimer for seventy five thousand. The number one horse, uh, Teo Magico, is a horse that has been racing in New York and Florida. And after a nice second-place finish in the Coronation Futurity at Woodbine last November, things kind of went uh, maybe sideways. Uh, his last race at Belmont, though, was a bit of a travesty. You could say he was <laughs> <laughs> he was he was bumped early, and uh, then he was checked on the turn. He was blocked, and uh, I think being back on the synthetic, uh, being back home today, can only help. Uh, you know, Teo Magico. So Woodbine race eight, number one, Teo Magico. Uh, Santa Anita, and it's closing weekend at Santa Anita. That uh, you know, it's been we were, we've been talking about Santa Anita since uh, December twenty sixth of last year no. when they opened, and here are they're closing. Well, because it gets so bloody hot in Southern California, it, this is yeah exactly. And Nate Newby had mentioned that to us when we had him on the show a couple of months ago. But uh, anyways, one last shot at Santa Anita. Hopefully, it's a it's a good one. Race five is uh, one mile on the turf, a maiden special weight. The number ten horse, Lincoln Hawk, makes his second start in the U.S. His first one last month was a beauty, you could think, because uh, Lincoln Hawk rallied to finish second, beating a neck, and that was only at uh, six and a half furlongs. Really? Uh, today he gets a mile. His form in in uh, Ireland was terrific on the turf, so. I kind of like him today. Uh, race five, Santa Anita, number ten, Lincoln Hawk. Uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park, another one to say. It's nice to hear. Uh, you know, the uh, one mile pace. Uh, it's uh, race four, one mile pace for per person twelve thousand dollars. Number seven, White Cookie. White Cookie left well from the nine hole last week and was first start, and that was his first start since March twenty uh, ninth of this year. Uh, White Cookie had a nice rail trip uh, last week. Did close some to grab uh, third. Tonight, drops in class, has a better post, making his second start uh, off a layoff, his form cycle. Uh, and I think he should be right there. So uh, 
Woodbine Mohawk Park, race six, number seven. Sorry, I think I said race four, but it's race six, number seven, White Cookie, which is an interesting name because this horse is a bay horse. So why would you name him White Cookie? Because maybe the person <laughs> likes white cookies. Sugar maybe, cookies? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe, like a food choice. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the horse likes cookies. Honestly, that's half the fun of horse racing is the names, Larry. Exactly. Maybe the horse likes sugar cookies. Yeah, exactly. Knows, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could have called him Sugar Cookie. But uh, anyways, let's go to the Meadowlands. Uh, race 8 is a one-mile open pace for three-year-old fillies. The uh, number three horse, Marcella Hanover, Went a long way on the front in a Pennsylvania Sire Stakes race at the Meadows last week and finished third, timed in 150 and two. Now, I should point out the Meadows in, in Pennsylvania is a 5 8 mile track where the Meadowlands is a mile track. So, mile tracks usually throw faster times. So, you take that 50 and two and then equate it to racing on the Meadowlands tonight, that could be like a 48 and two, 49 and two miles. So, faster surface. Hmm. This horse looks like uh, she's in shape. You do the math. I think, uh, you know, I think this horse could probably pace around 149. 149 should get her to the, the win. So the Meadowlands race eight, number three, Marcella Hanover. Just hot. I mean, i got to turn the AC on. These picks are so hot right now. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. A reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy, and it's a beauty, the latest edition of Ponies 24-7, the magazine. The new one's just released. It's awesome. Email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash pony. Stick around 105.9 the region all weekend long. The legend and Romer next with the Feed York Region's only magazine show. We'll be back Monday. Enjoy the races. Have a great weekend. Loving it. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.